0: of the lads on tour um uh, i'm zach ryan these are the lads please introduce yourself one by one starting with you tamur
1: i am tamur hussein what you've written here is in the you should say this because i, I said, don't want to
0: spelled shiitake pronounced shit take
1: which would be a dunk if it wasn't just absolutely top 10 patter theft from my twitter like he literally saw my tweet and was like i'll just take that
0: yeah, that's right. Wow. Um, and then we've also got uh, Jake Decker, number one Igarashi's Cowboy Hat fan.
2: Correct. That's true. Also, isn't Twitter just stealing jokes anyway? So like, you know, <laughs> well, that's it's true. true yeah, yeah true. True. That's Can't get is. mad. It's just the way the world someone,
1: works. Someone like got real mad at me for a joke that I did and they were like, if you're going to steal from Reddit, just post it, uh, a link. And I was like, I made that shout myself.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> That's the thing that always baffles me about Twitter is like people get mad or they'll be like you stole that joke And it's like yeah, it's crazy that two people would have the same idea for like a lowest common denominator joke. Wow 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 wow, <laughs> wow wow, 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 wow We've also been joined by uh, Lucy James games and I've got her listed here as upside down castle, which is a reference She she might not understand. I don't know.
3: No, I understand. Yeah. I understand. Okay. I just didn't get there.
0: And I'm Zach Ryan a miserable little pile So hello Secrets uh, well, secret a pile or, of Just gen- a, yeah, a little, yeah, pile just a little miserable pile. Yeah, <laughs> <all these laughs> yeah. Honestly, most days, most times, uh, it's like a miserable little pile of laundry because I, I hate mm. to fold laundry. and You I'll, just
1: reminded me I need to do laundry today. I was laundry. also going to do laundry today. Folding laundry is the
0: worst. The fact that, yeah, I, I will I'll I like do a laundry and yeah. then I'll leave it on my bed in a pile for... You, you do do that. I'm, I'm, I'm quick it.
2: to doing laundry, throwing it in, cleaning it. Like, I do that every other week. Like... On the dot, folding laundry though, yeah, it sucks. I love folding so that, laundry. I love
3: folding laundry. But then that's the thing. I think it's because Tam and I are from the UK where we don't like dryers are not common. Oh, yeah. I use a clothes horse to dry everything. So everything's kind of like already sort of folded over a bar. And then and it it's eats easy me to... up
0: inside. <laughs>
3: And it's just easy to fold. I, I use w- a
1: dryer, but um... I want to
0: shout out to uh, I'm Lion Rush, F Tong L, uh Smart Eight One Five, my man Jinpei, Batman, all uh, all in the chat this morning. Batman's
1: there.
2: Holy yeah. shit! Batman, yeah, Batman says Batman laundry's too. a scam too. Wait, wait, no, what was
3: what, what was the thing from the Hundred Thieves thing where it was like, my guys, Batman, oh, is, Batman he? is here.
0: My guys, Batman is here.
3: <laughs> also, Maria's is in the chat too. Oh, yeah, an um, epic open world. Yeah, no no laundry, no dryers in the in Europe. I hey, Mikey's here
1: as well.
0: Hello. Gang, it, we're, we're here to talk about... Laundry? laundry? We're not. We're here to talk about Castlevania Symphony of the Night, one of the all-time greatest, one of the, the most classic classic <laughs> games. Um, but first, uh, Lads on Tour is a bi-weekly live show where four friends dig through their pile of shame uh, to create a list to work through together. We play, watch, listen, read and something else, uh, each item on the list and come together right here on twitch.tv slash lads on tour to talk about our experiences. Sometimes we play the game, sometimes not so much. Um, if you're watching live on twitch.tv slash lads tour crew, you can tell us what you think of the subject matter. So get in the chat. I'm not gonna read the rest of this copy. Get in the chat, tell <laughs> us what you think about this game. We're gonna get right into it. Um, so first of all, I thought we should probably start with our experience. With the Metroidvania genre wait, of wait. which uh whose who's
1: list is... was this from? This, this is, is from This, this is, one is one of yours? Is, yep.
0: Okay, cool.
2: Yeah. This, this is, is a game J. that has evaded me for years and years and years, so I wanted to
1: Which is uh, ironic considering they re release it every two weeks.
0: Yeah, considering that it's on every
2: fucking platform that
1: ever exists. <laughs> is
2: it? I, I well I yeah. played it on Xbox. I played it on the three sixty port. It's but... kind of it's it.
1: weird because like it's been re-released so many times but yep. like it's re-released on the same platforms over and over again as opposed to new platforms like mm-hmm. you can't get it on it's ironically it's not on switch like which, which is, is what wild. i wanted
0: to
2: play it on that's,
1: that's what, what i, I finished, wanted to play
0: that. on here in the notes if you guys will just exercise a little bit of patience oh, yeah, okay. i have I
2: no patience
0: no. Um. So let's start with our our experience with Metroidvanias. Um I'll, we'll start with uh, Tam. We'll start with you because I feel like you and I are probably the
1: most yeah, yeah
0: Metroid v- Metroidvania versed. So why don't you why don't you hit us off? What do you th- what do you think about Metroidvanias? What do you like to play?
1: I of- love Metroidvanias. I've been Super Metroid was Until Bloodborne my favorite game of all time. Mm-hmm. Um and that is one half of the Metroidvania um formula. Um the other half uh Castlevania Symphony of the Night was also one of my favorite games of all time and continues to be one of my favorite games of all time Mm -hmm. um yeah and since then i've played pretty much all the major metroidvanias i've played every castlevania game i believe there's probably one or two that i've missed from back in the day i think i did like maybe like one or two that i didn't complete like simon's quest or something like that um and then like all the modern day metroidvanias i've played like you know whether it's shadow complex or Ori or hollow knight yeah which overrated yeah (laughs) um uh yeah but i've i've got deep uh love for metroidvanias and i they're one of my favorite genres um i don't these days i don't experiment with metroidvanias as much as i used to like i've not tried blasphemous or anything like that that um kind of the new age metroidvania games but i would love to it's more a case of don't have the time as opposed to a lack of interest in them um, metrovanias are tricky because they're also a, quite a big time investment and they are they are kind of getting lost and uh, being aimless is kind of built into the design of them to a lot of uh, to a big degree and as, as you get older and as time becomes a premium and other things vie for your attention the feeling of being lost is, is much harder to stomach these days I still like it but like it's, it's more of a treat than a this is the only kind of game I play these days
0: yeah, I'm I'm right there with you, Castle, uh, Castlevania, Metroidvanias might actually be my favorite genre of games, I mean I feel like I devour a lot of like the major ones, I still haven't played Hollow Knight which is kind of on my, my greater list of shame, I, I get a lot of shit for that because I am such a Metroidvania guy, Anthony uh, Carboni in the chat, is, uh, he mentioned the other half of Kirby's Avalanche and I just wanted to shout out that... Um, Kirby and the uh, Amazing Mirror on GBA is actually low-key an incredible Metroidvania. Um, that is a Kirby game that's also a Metroidvania. It's very good. But um, yeah, I actually really love the sense of exploration. I think that that this genre, the way that I kind of work through these games, sort of uh, explains why I love the FromSoft games so much. Because... The way that they kind of turn you loose and and you know tell you to figure it out both in terms of the map and the mechanics and all that kind of stuff like that's what's what I really like the best about um, I don't know I guess video games as a whole you know the less my hand is being held the more freedom that I have to do the kind of stuff that I want to do the more I like a game and I think that this is sort of the the progenitor of that that concept uh, specifically this game but um, uh, yeah. I love Metroidvanias. I'm a big Metroidvania fan. Um, this is remains one of my all-time favorite games. So, uh, Jake, what about you?
2: Uh, I mean, I love the genre as well. Uh, I think Super Metroid is probably one of my favorite games also. Uh, I mm. think I probably... Well, um, Bloodborne is really good too. I, I'll mm-hmm. basically say the same thing to Morse said. Uh, mm-hmm. I will say, though, that uh, I've kind of not necessarily soured on the genre, but I'm getting tired of it because I feel like there was a period there where every indie game was a metroidvania which was cool at first but after a while it was like okay i like you're saying i'm sick of being lost uh and you know it's probably on me for not being super patient um but yeah i mean all told i i really do love the genre um you know metroid dread was one of my favorite games from last year and that is yeah. a metroidvania as you know you y- y- as not surprising um
0: a lot of folks in the chat are shouting out Bloodstained, um, which is Igarashi's first post-Castlevania Castlevania game that I think is also very excellent. But um, there seem to be some uh, uh, diverging opinions here. Yeah,
1: I, I've i never I've tried many times, and I've just never been able to Ooh, click with it. It feels bad to play I to really, me. Oh,
0: really? I really enjoy yeah. it. I feel like it just feels like Castlevania. I,
2: I, I played a lot of it. I, I enjoyed it, but I think I was just running into so many technical issues when it came out that I eventually just kind of shelved it. I was like, I'll play this eventually again, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I thought what was there was pretty neat.
0: Uh, Lucy James, what about you and your... <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> what about you and Metroid opinions? Lucy? What do you think of that? those games?
3: I know that famously I have excellent opinions. Um, that's what people are. <laughs> yeah. Um... I don't know. I have realized in recent years that I have very little patience. Um and I don't know we'll talk about it. like legit the only Castlevania game I've played is Lords, oh. of,
1: Shadow. Lords of Shadow 2 2 so not, even
3: good one. One. not, not even, a good one not a good
1: one
3: but... not good one i played 2 but, 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 but. um was that the one hang on wait was that the one where you couldn't there was a monster who chased you and you couldn't stand on leaves well, I because actually, I played
0: I actually I... know the answer to this question um nobody cares about that game I'm sorry mm-hmm.
3: I had a fun time with it. I it wasn't, know. yeah. Alipotors I mean, it wasn't good, well. but I had a fun time. Um. Yeah. No. I. I am not really big on Metroidvanias. I never have been. Um. I just don't really like feeling lost, and that's kind of. I. I mean. I guess the only real. I mean, Bioshock has elements of Metroidvania. I guess, but but you know, the two D side scroll stuff has never really been it for me. It's a genre of games that just like i never personally grew up with i mostly grew up with 3d games um in particular like my my deal is that like i enjoy um rpgs because i need constant validation and i need constant dopamine hits of leveling up and stuff and so Metro have never necessarily been my bag and also i'm, I'm at the stage of my life where i'm like if i'm just not enjoying stuff i will just bounce off it um but but but
0: this game allows you to level up. This game does, you know. You do you do
3: But not lot. in like a meaningful enough way for me. Interesting. Um and also just like I was playing the PS4 was it the Requiem one? Mm-hmm. Which runs like shit. I don't know if really? any of you played that version, but it kept like bugging. It was really weird and I was like um oh hello a wow, twi- we've a got Twitch, Twitch
1: is- in our chat. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: mean, I didn't realize we've that done I was it. No, We've done it. Yes, oh, we, we made it. We finally made it. <laughs> Twitch so, is-
0: watch watch what <laughs> Twitch I is- uh, Just throw us a little follow there from the old work. Uh, <laughs> <Thank humor. you. laughs> uh-huh. Zach, is that you? Is that you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was Who else responding. is it going to
3: be? <laughs>
0: Whoops uh well there you have the definitive answer anyway
3: uh but no i I just like i just didn't i mean the gameplay side of things is just like stuff that doesn't click with me i will say though atmosphere music um the story stuff is what i dig about castlevania i think that's maybe because i have the background of the, the the show which i really enjoyed
0: um Funny side note here. I just wanted to tell a quick anecd- anecdote. Uh, I, uh, this is not the first time that I've accidentally used the Twitch account. Uh, the other day, uh, Snowbike Mike from Kind of Funny was playing Breath of the Wild and I was watching him and I was trolling him. I was telling him to do stuff. Like he was, you know, that first fight with the Lionel where you're just collecting the lightning arrows? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, try to fight him. But I was signed into the Twitch account. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just kind of leaned into it and I was just giving him bad advice. For yeah. like, oh,
1: it was pretty well, good. If the, if the official Twitch account is something yeah, to do, it's got, t- it got to be true. <laughs> you got to be like, okay, well.
0: Yeah, that, now that was an abuse of power. This morning was just a mistake. So anyway.
2: uh, um, I, I do uh, want to say though, that I feel like there are so many like modern AAA games now that do embrace that Metroidvania style. I mean, like I know... Uh, I remember playing Arkham asylum for the first time yeah. and being like holy shit mm-hmm. this is a metroidvania um mm-hmm. yep totally. so yeah i was curious like for you lucy is it more like mm. is it the 2d element that puts you off or is it just the fact that it's not very good about kind of telling you where to go because i mean i know like although batman arkham asylum is kind of metroidvania it does do a pretty mm. good job of telling you where to go
3: yeah i think that's just the difference of it as well where it's like it does not like, i'm not that into like two G two D stuff and it's just like um especially with games Literally, that are
1: notoriously hate sprites. Right. It's like i And Sprite. Much. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. Diet
3: Coke loyal, I'm afraid. Um no <laughs> and I, I... <laughs> Um No and I and I, I just like I don't know. I just I think I just have more trouble with it. And we'll we'll talk about my experience playing Symphony of the Night in a bit, but like I really struggled with it and um I'm not going to blame that completely on the the PS4 Requiem port, even though I, I don't think it's a very good port.
0: Um, having played the having played that port m- multiple times, I I don't know
1: that I agree with you on that. I think it's a perfect port.
3: Mine was like stuttering.
1: Really, That's very strange. I was it's weird because PS5. you you message me and you're like, which one of these should I buy? Yeah, and you linked me to the Xbox version. And yeah, I was like, so
3: uh, yeah, the um, Xbox fun- version works fine fun story about that um my xbox is not plugged in and that was a barrier to entry for me so i just bought it on ps5
1: well there
0: you go well there you go there you have it um Let's talk a little bit about the history of Castlevania on that note, (laughs) or the the history of Symphony of the Night. So the development of this game actually began in 1994 for the 32X as a direct sequel to Rondo of Blood. And the game actually opens with the ending of Rondo of Blood. It is like literally a direct sequel. Um, Mm -hmm. According to Igarashi, Castlevania Symphony of the Night began development as something of a side story, um, and they were able to break a lot of Castlevania conventions and introduce uh, a lot of the new elements. So it, it sort of redefined what Castlevania was. Like it was originally envisioned as like Castlevania Gaiden, but it became mm. such a hit and was so critically well received that all the Castlevania games after this became this style, this sort of uh, yeah. uh, Metroidvania style
1: game. Also, one of the interesting things about Symphony of the Night is a lot of it is attributed to, to Igarashi. He's uh-huh. not the director of that team. No. He which was, is really quite funny. He was the assistant director, I believe, or co-director.
0: Director. He finished directing the game, and he actually came up with the concept and yeah. pitched the game. So it is. It is very it's much mostly the game, is. But yeah. he was yeah. But he was, this was secondary until the actual director, whose name I, I failed to write down. Uh, uh, Toru uh,
1: yeah. H- Hagihara. Um But uh,
0: that dude got promoted and asked Igarashi to finish up the game. So yeah, he was like, "So
1: long, suckers." <laughs> well, <laughs> this- <laughs>
0: This is the first in the series that um, issued the uh, traditional level-based exploration of previous Castlevanias and instead introduced an open map gated by items and powers. Um, Ultimately, they wanted to retain the sort of hack-and-slash gameplay that Castlevania fans were watching a speedrun here as Alucard moves exclusively backwards. Um, But they wanted to make a I tried doing
3: that, by the way. I didn't realize I'd started doing that accidentally, and I was like, okay, this is me now. I'm just going to scoot across the map.
0: (laughs) Um... They, they wanted to maintain the hack and slash uh, uh, feel of the older Castlevania games, but they wanted to reward exploration uh, in the same way that they did with Castlevania 2, um, Simon's Quest. So the feedback from that game was that people really love the exploration, but were sort of uh, uh, lukewarm on the rest of the game. So they kind of took those elements and incorporated them into Symphony of the Night. Um, The team implemented role playing mechanics because they thought that the previous games were too hard and I actually saw some folks talking about the NES versions of uh, Mm. Castlevania here in the chat saying that it was too hard and I thought that was interesting because they introduced the RPG elements, the the ability to grind and level up to specifically circumvent the difficulty Um, and uh, when it was released, uh, the game came out to rave reviews. EGM gave it a 9.5, Game Informer 9.5, IGN gave it a 9 out of 10. Um, I think the biggest criticism which is was its voice acting, which I, th- I think we can all agree is, is fantastic. Excellent. It's, it's reached a point it's of so phenomenal bad that it's good. I, I will say in my in my research, I did discover that one of the only outlets to praise the voice acting, gamespot.com.
1: Let's fucking go. Always <laughs> right. Number one, we Number know one. We Timor, know the good shit. Tomorrow probably went
2: back to the review and changed and that, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I added
1: that I added that. <laughs> always ahead of a team.
2: Uh, so it, it, it,
0: it, initially, excuse me, <clears throat> it initially sold really poorly, uh, but eventually went on to become, uh, one of the first big sleeper hits on PlayStation selling 703,000 units worldwide. Um, it won the PlayStation game of the year from EGM and won console adventure game of the year from the AIAS, which y'all now know as dice. Um, and is number 16 on IGN's greatest games of all time list. Uh, which I think, I think it maybe deserves even a top 10, yeah. but yeah. Uh, that list might have been updated since my departure, so I, I take no no responsibility in that. Um, we talked a little bit about how it came to absolutely fucking everything, um, starting with the Sega Saturn. I uh, got a Saturn port in 1998 that featured two additional players. You could play as Maria and uh, Richter Belmont. Um, Richter. And it, also, it also introduced Alucard's third hand, which I think is really interesting. Um, they called it the third hand, but it was just an item slot. Like It was just a quick oh. item, uh, item use slot. So you had... Left hand attack, right hand attack, and, and item slot, which I thought was pretty funny. Um, th- it also had new areas and a remix soundtrack. Uh, Igarashi would later say that despite these changes, the PlayStation version is still superior because <laughs> I wrote, I've written tits graphics instead of its <laughs> graphics. <laughs> um, that's good.
1: That's good.
0: Far Go graphics. Tits graphics. far superior We're all it. graphics uh, and load times. Um, and it's since been ported to just about every console except for the Switch, what the fuck, Konami. Uh, and PC, also, it's not on PC either. It's not on PC. Um, also, there's, a, there's a pseudo-sequel called Castlevania Puzzle of the Night for iOS, which I thought was very funny. Right. Puzzle, puzzle of the Night.
1: Um, you can yeah. play on PC, but um, I won't tell you how. I'm sure you figure it out. Uh, never
3: done anything illegal. I've also. never done
1: anything illegal in my entire life. Yeah, Tan has never, he's never broken the law once. No. Um,
0: And then i have a note here uh and yes the music fucking slaps because this oh yeah it does does. legend just so so good um a little bit of trivia uh before we get into the what we think section of this game uh the introduce uh the idea for introducing new elements to the franchise to increase replay value came to igarashi after he saw dozens of old castlevania games in the bargain bin at game stores um While the game basically invented the term metroidvania, uh, the team actually credits Legend of Zelda to their uh, inspiration, uh, rather than Metroid games. Um, And this is also the first introduction of Ayame Kojima, uh, Mm -hmm. whose designs would later become synonymous with Castlevania's overall aesthetic. Uh, A lot of the stuff that you see uh, post Symphony of the Night is all uh, Kojima. And um, I would say the Kojima
1: absolutely killing it out here. You'd love to see
0: that it. Even the even the Castlevania anime series from Netflix is is highly highly Kojima inspired in its look. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's a little history and trivia for you. Let's let's dive right in. Um, I want to start with some new opinions. Uh, I think everybody's already pretty clear on what Tam and I probably think about this game. So Lucy, let's let's start with you. First of all, I want to know how much you played. And secondly, mm. I want to know what you thought. So why don't you set the stage, lay the groundwork?
3: So I played a couple hours. Um, I got stuck at those boys, and this Logra is I'm like...
1: and Gilebon. Is
3: that their names? Maybe. Some Maybe it just prick, sounds. Like I just some made up. flying prick and some prick with a like a big long lance spear thing that kept jabbing me. I, I just didn't gel with how I controlled and like that's not the game's fault that's a me problem um but like i said i just don't have that much experience with it i found it obtuse and um you know like i had to keep googling how to play it and like i don't know i think you know there's a difference between a game kind of telling you how to play stuff and you know you choosing to ignore it like dark souls um you know the all the stuff is there it tells you how to do everything but it's still difficult whereas with this it was like I I tried to play yesterday and I really struggled with it and so I went away and I watched um a let's play and then I was like oh my god I didn't know you could do any of this and then I tried it again this morning and I was still struggling I got further um I you know but I just I just didn't
0: Wallaby Jones asked a relevant question in the chat that I wanted what's, to uh, what's uh, Lucy's just problem? put past you. What's Lucy's problem? What's your problem?
3: Wallaby Jones asks, what's a Lucy problem? Not what's Lucy's problem.
0: Oh, um, I, that's but, me inferring a little bit. <laughs> I was going to say
3: that that's you putting intent behind it. No, but it's like, I I fully respect the game for like what it did. I, I, I completely see and understand just like how like, influential it's been and how much people love it, and I really dug, like, I love the fact that at the beginning you're playing as Richter, and you're immediately, well, like, just battling against Dracula, and I was like, Ugh, okay, I guess we're doing this now, and then, you know, go into uh, going to play as Alucard, but, like, I just I just also fully understand it's just not for me. Not every game has to be for every person, and I to read.
0: I wanted fine. to read this quote really quickly, um, and I wanted to get your reaction, Lucy. Uh, uh, this is a quote about the game. Easily one of the best games ever released and a true testament to the fact that 2D gaming is not dead by any stretch of the imagination. Now, that quote comes from GameSpot.com. Who um, at GameSpot.com?
3: Was it Lucy James at GameSpot.com?
0: I don't know. It's probably ancient. <laughs> It's, uh, it's not my words let's see it's probably
1: 100 years old let's see <laughs> yeah. probably written by Richter belmont it,
3: what? It? Yeah. No, not it so, you not me not me um but... that was
0: written by oh i see it, this was written by GameSpot staff oh so yeah. that means it's really
2: old yeah, yeah that, so that means it could be ridiculously literally ridiculously anyone old.
3: um now and then yeah i so it, it just wasn't me but there was a lot of stuff that i liked about it i thought the music was poppin um mm. it's one of those games that i would love to be able to play and like fully experience i ended up watching a let's play um but yeah it just didn't it didn't gel with me
0: uh wallaby I'm jones says, so i played symphony of the night for the first time over the summer on mobile and was like what is happening and then i beat it in six hours because i accidentally got the bad ending and going back will probably be too hard. Can someone come over and get me to the inverted castle, please? Mm-hmm. So I can play the second half of the game. Um, we'll talk about the inverted castle uh, some sometime down the road. Uh, but I wanted to get to Jake. Jake, uh, this is your first time. This is your game of shame. You put this mm-hmm. game on the list because this is something that you've been missing for the last 25-ish years. Um, what did you think?
2: Uh, so. I've actually never played a Castlevania game until now. I watched the okay. anime uh recently and I enjoyed it enough where I was like I should really play these the games. I did. I watched the 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 Netflix one, I guess is it technically oh, okay. anime? I don't know. Did, did the penguin animated. Show up? It's animated, yeah. What? Did the penguin show up? Did the penguin show up? Oh no uh, No, he didn't show up. So I think oh. we're fine. <laughs> I think we're fine. Yeah.
1: Not um, technically anime, that's why. That's yeah.
0: not
2: technically anime, you're right. Uh, I, is avatar anime
1: let's not do this <laughs> ah, okay <laughs> uh
2: but yeah I, I really enjoyed it i i kind of also feel like the kid who did their book report but didn't read the game because i didn't or read the book because i didn't finish it uh i think i'm i've almost cleared the castle ish i think the the when i load my save it was like i was 65 percent done um i just finished the catacombs i guess i fought that like dark souls ass boss that just keeps summoning dead bodies that uh you get attacked by it's like that orb that flesh orb Mm. uh but but i i mean all in all i i've been really enjoying it i I definitely do have like just some like i can see where it's aged pretty obviously having not played it before and coming into it now but that said like i'm really enjoying it i think it, it it took a while to click but now that it's clicked i uh definitely want to keep playing and finish it i think in particular, I'm just surprised at how much like combat diversity there is in this game. I always thought you just had a sword and some spells, but like you get all, the, all these different weapons. You've got your right hand and left hand. Um, you've got spells. I have yeeted a couple of spells, because I've been like, oh, what does this do? And then I use it and realize it's just gone forever. And I'm like, oh, um, OK. I guess mm-hmm. I uh, got to find another one, like the magic missiles. Uh, I was like, I'm just going to test this out, and then just wasted it. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I've I've been really enjoying it. I definitely am going to keep playing after this uh, to finish it. But so far, I'm really into it. Uh,
0: uh, I'm proud of you. Thank you. I, I know this has been a long time coming yeah, for you.
1: So it has well done, been.
0: Jay. Um, Tam, what about you? I, I feel like we we know where this is going.
1: Yeah, I think this game is excellent. I think it stands the test of time amazingly well. Um, I feel like. I'm playing it currently on my iPhone using a Backbone, which, first mm. of all, Backbone continues to be just an absolutely incredible little device. Um, they even sent me a free adapter for my new iPhone 13 Pro Max. Wow. Free, which which is oh. great. Um, yeah, but I've been playing it on my older iPhone. It holds up pretty well. I've had a very unique experience this time around because I accidentally did a glitch that has changed the way I played it. Like, I've never played it this way before, so I did the... Uh, for, for context at the start of the game as Alucard you walk into a room and death appears and is like give me all your shit these are all your powers you are mine now you're weak carry on I enter that room and then backdash out of it on the perfect frame and so that when I came back he did not appear so I carried on into the castle as a fully powered Alucard with all my stuff and What's a, just you just invented
3: a, a speedrunning strat? Is I, this the TAM skip?
1: I think it's pretty I think I think it's a skip that's well known. Yeah. Um but like I, I wasn't even trying to do it. I was just like I went into the room and then I thought, oh I might go back into the other room actually and do like quick grinding because there's zombies that keep appearing yeah. very quickly. So I was like, I can grab a couple of levels here. And I, I did the glitch and went into it. And then the thing is, like, you end up going above that room. If you fall back down huh. into the room, death appears and will jack your shit again. But I managed to just jump over and carry on. So now I'm just tearing through a castle. Like, every boss takes, like, one or two hits to die for me. And, like, all the enemies just dying in one hit. And, like, I'm oh just God. back dashing through the entire castle. Um, and, like, it's fine for me because I've played the game multiple times. But I've never played it like this. And it feels like pretty amazing to play it. And it's really fun. And I'm just like kind of doing it's like flicking through a photo book like, mm-hmm. right now because I'm just like tearing through parts of the game and just being like, oh, I remember this bit. Oh, I remember this music. And I'm having no, like, I'm still leveling up and getting more health and that kind of stuff. But it doesn't mean anything because everything just dies instantly for me. Um, and it is it is fantastic, I think. Like, there's so much cool stuff in here. I know that we'd mentioned that um, quote about it you know showing that 2d games are still alive and well and it really does do that there's so many small intricate little details that you miss um if you're like not paying attention stuff like when alucard is on his on an elevator on a moving platform he holds his cape up instead mm-hmm. of holding instead of standing like that and if you press up he'll like do a cool pose and if you press up when you're just standing he like strikes a really powerful like frame like a really cool pose and like there's small intricate things around that like his cape if you get his like final cape the the kind of alucard cape it glows the inside of it glows red um which is really really cool um there's so many like Little touches in the sprite work that are really fun. That first time where you meet the mimic version of him, um, that like pops out and you have to fight yourself, and it's like that's that's a Legend of Zelda thing, right? Like, um, they use that uh, to a degree as well. Um, there's loads of like inspiration, like, Jake caught them the main inspiration for, to the From Software connection. Which was really cool. I was like, I wonder if any of them are gonna notice this, and you definitely noticed it. You, the first one, of the first characters you find is a lady named Maria, and oh, you find yeah. her in an astral clock tower. Oh, yeah, and you're like, oh, there you go, Lady Maria of the astral clock tower, uh, which is a Bloodborne <laughs> reference, obviously. All Bloodborne yeah. references that. Um, and like, there's like, its its lineage is like long and and deep in on, on gaming, and I think like it really holds the test of time. It's such a cool, fun game. Um. Uh, yeah, I love it. It's great.
0: Um. In, you know, just in regards to, in response to your your glitch, Tam, I just wanted to. I had a few words prepared. Um. Mm-hmm. You cheated not only the game but yourself. This doesn't count. I've <laughs> well, completed this game too many times.
3: Wait. Did you see what Mikey said? Like, um. You can also unequip everything, get hit by the wolf, get launched past the death room, and then keep all your stuff. So there's multiple yeah. ways of doing that. That's really cool.
1: There's. There's a. I wish
3: I'd known things. that. I yeah. wish I'd known that.
0: Um So I, oh boy, I've played this game so many times, so many times, like it's up there with probably one of the games that I've finished the most times. Um, Each time I feel like I find something new to love about this game. Um, Just picking it up and playing it, like I didn't even start from the beginning. The last time I played it, uh, when the Requiem Collection came out, I played through both castles and then I think... In 2020, I started a new game and I just kind of picked it up from where I left off and played for a few hours. And like, I, I'm still just blown away by, I think Jake made a great point about the diversity in, in uh, weapon types and the stuff that you can do with each of those. Um, but like the animation looks so good. The Sprite work is still like next level sprite work. I just love mm-hmm. the way that it looks and feels. Um the combat is so pitch perfect. And like I, I beyond the beyond the um connection with Lady Maria, like I can't help but shake the feeling, especially now when I go back to Symphony of the Night, that like this is this is the first from soft game to me. You know what I mean? Like this is oh, the yeah. first game that feels the same way that that it elicits the same feeling in me that I get from those games. You know, like when I think about like what do I love about Bloodborne, what do I love about Dark Souls? it's it's this like it's this feeling it's they're fucking hard you have to like really figure out things for yourself um and it all kind of starts here and it was like one of those things that obviously i didn't realize that when i played it but coming back to it now especially like while i'm playing elden ring it's so obvious like it's so clear um and also just aesthetically like there's just like so much borrowed esthetically there here too so um yeah from from one of my favorite genres to the next it's it's pretty apparent and um I just, I love this game so much. I, I rarely do I ever say that a game is like a perfect game. I think this is a perfect game. Like I yeah. I really do think this is such an amazing game. So, um, I won't belabor the point. I fucking love this game. It's incredible. Uh, I, I'm not really saying anything that Tam hasn't already said, but.
1: Mm. Yeah. Um, there's like stuff, yeah. stuff in, in the FromSoft games that are just like blatant. Like the Canehurst castle stuff is just yeah. a Castlevania game in yeah, Bloodborne. Totally. And you're like, yeah. yeah, this is just, I remember the first time I went into Kanehurst. um, before like you know my many many replays and my immediately i was like yeah this feels like a castlevania game and the right fact that i was the able the to identify tiers.
0: it anybody's watching this is the mimic tier fight so you know yeah um, go ahead i'm sorry yeah, you know.
1: yeah no uh, this is like this is exactly it like this i can't did sim did um ocarina come first or this uh this,
0: this came know. out before ocarina of time this yeah, came out right
1: time. yeah yeah so like that whole fighting yourself thing Mm-hmm. Um, with the Dark Link like,
0: well I mean that's that's technically Zelda 2 though right? Yeah
1: Zelda 2 did that as well I guess yeah but like they, they talked about the inspiration of it and um, Zelda being an inspiration so it makes perfect sense but yeah it's and like the, the stuff that's in this game continues to like influence Castlevania too they like Cypher as a character mm-hmm. is, is in this game um and like trevor's in here as well to a degree mm-hmm. um richter's in here like it's this is like the and like the whole ending of the season two of the show with mark hamill's character is like a big part of it i, I know death is in in a lot of these games but like that version mm-hmm. of death is pretty directly inspired by this this game um so seeing like the this game is like the bible for all modern castlevania and a lot of video games mm-hmm. um and like that that only comes from being, like, exceptional.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's also, like, a lot of folks are talking about... Um uh first of all people call me bad boyfriend in the chat and i will not stand for that okay? no
3: that was that was on me i picked a really bad time to play it because you just like weren't around and i think you were also like driving and i was like not gonna text you be like how do i beat this guy how do i do
0: castlevania how do um, i castlevania the other thing that i the other thing that i want to talk about is the boss that voice
3: <laughs> that's my new voice everyone
0: that's what sounds like what she's doing now that's her podcast voice she's got to put mm. on oh uh, uh, yeah, yeah yeah yeah, when I wear
3: okay. my glasses, that's my that's
0: my glasses voice. Right. Um. I want to talk about boss fights because the boss fights in this game are fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are a few that like really stand out to me. Jake, I think you mentioned this one, but the giant orb of bodies that just
1: like, that Yeah, that boss is really cool. To, like, Grand Faloon. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's the name of that thing.
0: You've played more recently than I have, Jake. Are there any bosses that beyond that one that stand out to you as like... Uh, real standing moments
2: i mean the the it's not a boss fight but that well actually maybe it is a boss fight i don't know but in the coliseum uh when you first meet richter like i thought that with the music and everything that was a pretty cool encounter there's that like Birdman that i also fought today but that was kind of weird i just kind of cheesed him in a corner and he didn't do anything which was yeah. uh, which was interesting but yeah so far i've been uh loving all the boss fights in this game uh Especially the Grand falloon like I think that's the coolest one I found so far. And I I said it before, and you even mentioned it, but like the the you can tell that this game was a huge inspiration for Dark Souls and Bloodborne, and and just a lot of the those type of From Software games. And that's been a lot of fun to just rediscover it because you see it in world design, bosses, weapons, like even the the way you build your character. Kind of, I mean, I guess you don't really get to choose your stats, but how like different armor effects like stats like intelligence and stuff uh so so i i've been enjoying like kind of drawing those parallels um and like you said i think the bosses are like one way you can definitely do that but also just watching this long play i'm impressed with all the just like combat shit that i don't know like he's doing this falling jump kick which i have no fucking idea how to do
0: yeah, there's a ton mm-hmm. of stuff in the game. Like Lucy mentioned this before we were recording, you know, she mentioned the magic system and like the magic system in this game is basically like fighting game inputs. You know, it's yeah. like quarter circle forward and then, you know, then it'll cast a magic spell. Um, and there's so many different like move sets like that that are kind of hidden in this game. I mean this this particular speedrunner is playing with it looks like just fists, which is cool. I've never considered doing like a fists only run, but mm. So many different ways to to play. I always like. It's funny. I always come back to swords. Like I I typically am always using a yeah. like, short sword in this game just for speed, expediency's
1: sake. Um. I, are I, many... Go ahead, Tim. I was gonna say I remember the first time I accidentally found, uh, the spells because I remember playing through it and there's like a couple of spells that if you're if you're playing it overlaps with a normal kind of input like jump forward and try and use an uh, like a an item an attack at the same time and. I think for most people they build it in a way that you usually will accidentally do dark metamorphosis at some point and then you're like oh what the hell was that and then you just start experimenting with inputs and like i remember spending a day as a kid with my playstation controller just doing various input motions to see what happened and like Mm -hmm. then trying to figure out what what they each did like dark metamorphosis it took me ages to figure out what it even does and i was like oh if an enemy bleeds on me it recovers my health which makes perfect sense because I'm a vampire right but like that and then like there's the other one where you like the one that I use most is like it's like two half circles back and forth and then you can direct it and he like dashes to the other side and back and forth constantly and he's like striking at the same time and it just like destroys most enemies mm-hmm. um and like I love that sense of discovery which Back then, like, when you're younger and you've got nothing else to do and you're like, this is my life for the next few months, it's great. But I can imagine it being, like, kind of frustrating in this day and age where people need stuff a little more um, laid out for them and because there's too many things vying for attention and time is a premium. But, yeah, I I love that kind of sense of discovery in it. It's one of those games where I feel like if you give it time and, and, like, a little bit of, like, patience, it can be, like, really, really, like, rewarding.
2: Yeah. That's one thing that I was actually going to mention is that I I really wish I was able to play this when I was a kid and I had friends Mm -hmm. who also played it because I feel like I could have easily played this game for a full year and like still be learning things, you know, still show up to school and someone's like, Oh, did you try doing this? And then this happens. And it's like, nah, no way. And then you go home and try it and it just blows your mind. Like, like I, 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 I really wish I was able to play this when I was younger. I, I think, like, I would have been absolutely blown away. And, like, I'm still kind of getting that, right? Like, I figure out how to do spells and stuff and watching this video and seeing other things. But, like, like you're saying, there, there's so... Especially this last month, a lot of games came out. Uh, and it's, like, there's so much I was trying to do that I almost feel like I wasn't able to, like, properly prepare mentally for a game like mm. this because I was just kind of like, all right, where am I going next? What, what, what do I need to do? Uh, how come how come I can't do this? Like I, I've been getting a lot of relics that I just don't know what the fuck, like how to use mm. them. Like it took me forever to figure out how to mist through walls when I got that. Oh, like, yeah. like just stuff like that. Like I was like, well, I have it, it's in the menu, but I just don't know how to use it, which
0: is pretty sure cool. only one game came out in the last month, but
2: yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, for me, it's all, it's all I've played. So yeah. Yeah. And I mean, this. Jake's been
3: huge in uh dying light too. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Massive. Yeah. Massive.
0: Um, um, as, somebody yeah. did, as somebody that did play the game when it came out, well, I guess I should say close to when it came out because uh, the thing about this game was coming out in 1997 on the PlayStation One. A lot of people, and magazines included, I remember this being like one of the things that that uh, was published about Symphony of the Night was like, oh, it's it's a 2D game, it's a side scroller, right? Like that's. Yeah. That was for the Super Nintendo. We're in the era of Gex, baby. Let's get that. (laughs) Let's get those 3D games going, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, so I was vehemently opposed to the idea of playing a 2D game. Um, My buddy Anthony convinced me to. um, Oh, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We go way back. Um, He convinced me to uh, give it a spin many months after it had been released, maybe even a year after it had come out. Um, And so he was sort of my Sherpa. And I remember he did. And we are going to talk about spoilers a little bit, I guess. So if you're if you're sensitive about that, like, um, we apologize, but this is a 25-year-old game. So the statute of limitations are off. And I feel like also everybody knows what the, the big spoiler in this game is. But he did give me the instructions, like, find these pieces before you do the last fight. And something very cool will happen. He didn't tell me what it was. So when the inverted castle arrives, when that moment mm-hmm. happened as a kid, I remember my mind being so blown, like what do you mean I'm only halfway through this game? Like, there's a whole other half. Like, it's so fucking cool. Like, still one of the all-time greatest twists. Um, big spoiler is that Alucard <laughs> is Dracula backwards. It's true.
3: It it's is true.
0: true. Still yeah, not
3: over that one, true. to be honest. Yeah, it's
0: true. Um, but yeah, that, you know... Uh, Jake, I think that this is the epitome of that kind of conversation, right? Like that Mm -hmm. sort of playground game where everybody's talking about... Because there are so many secrets. There are so many secret bosses. You can take so many different paths. Um, I think that it was also so underplayed at the time that maybe it wasn't the case that a lot of kids were talking about it on the playground. You know, like I said, it it didn't really sell super well until pretty far down the line, but...
1: um... It sold poorly. Like it was like fully fully like looked like a failure for a really long time
0: yeah it was the first like big sleeper hit on playstation because it eventually after reviews were so good and word of mouth got around i think it did end up selling yeah. like, pretty well but
1: yeah i i um i think i'm gonna carry on playing it at least to get to the the cool cutscene where the inverted castle appears because it's really really like i remember being back in the day just being like oh my god this is ridiculous those, those i did not know
0: like shit though
1: now yeah they do so, they do they look so but like incredible. they look like shit but also they look great in a in a really amusing way
3: yeah, a nostalgic I, sort of way
1: yeah the thing they that i miss computer, from the, like it's so funny yeah the thing that i miss from the modern day versions is there's no loading screens most of the times mm. so you can't do the weird thing where you like take the text and make it wobble which was, like, a really fun thing that you used to do. You could, like, use the thumbsticks to, like, it would say now loading. And then when you press the thumbsticks, it would start, like, warping. And you can make it get really big and, like, weird looking. I was like, this is the true horror of this video.
2: (laughs) So uh, how how much, like, how much of the game would you say is the inverted castle? Like, when you get there, is that the halfway point or... Okay. It's a fifty
0: percent. It's the a full fifty percent. Completion rate of this game is two hundred percent. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. so.
2: Hundred yeah. percent for the regular castle, and then another yeah. hundred for
0: another hundred. I think it's actually two hundred and one percent. is Okay. The full yeah. Completion rate, uh, if I remember correctly. But... And
2: a lot of people didn't even get to the inverted castle, right? Because they didn't collect no. those things.
0: There's so the, yeah. In order to in order to yeah, just explain
1: what cast. you got to do. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you have to you have to find a bunch of these different or you have to defeat the last enemy, the last enemy in the first castle wearing a special pair of glasses, and the glasses will show you the true enemy. So there's like, mm. bloodstain does this too, which is really clever. But like, you'll see it's 200.6%. Thank you, Matt Paget. Um,
1: oh, you'll no. see like
0: a floating orb. And if you defeat the orb instead of the actual boss, it summons the inverted castle. And then in the inverted castle, there's also a set of uh, stipulations for defeating uh, the the final boss there as well.
2: But... Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I do I do love that because I feel like a lot of like that's pretty rare now to like hide half your game behind like very obscure mm-hmm. set of things you need to do. I, like I feel like the only larger developer that still kind of really does that is is From Software. Yeah. uh and, and even then usually it's just like optional dungeons or something that you might uh miss because you didn't get the item or, or use it correctly but but i i i really do love that design because i think it just adds so much replayability but i can i understand the risk right because it's like you don't want to make 50 percent of a game that uh most of your players are not going to see <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah that's fair um one of the things that we've talked about on this show previously that I, I wanted to I think is like particularly relevant to this conversation is um the concept the idea of like coming back to the originator of something after it's had its share of uh uh clones I guess you would say you know like obviously yeah. this game really opened up the door for metroidvanias right like it sort of created this genre and I mean, for a long time, every single indie game created was a Metroidvania game, right? Like, yeah. so many Metroidvanias out there to to um, a lot of different extents, but um, coming back to this game now, and Jake, I guess this is maybe a question specifically for you. Like, what is it like? How does it compare to come to this game now and see it as the originator of a lot of these ideas? Does it still hold up? Do you feel like it's you know, uh, uh, comparable to some of these later games that have taken the the, uh, obvious inspiration from it.
2: I mean, I I think it does. I I think that's an interesting discussion, though, right? Because I was saying at the beginning, I was pretty burnt out on Metroidvanias because there were so many for a while there. And I feel like you could make an argument that because those games are newer and have some modern uh, design principles, like they are better, Better games, yeah, uh, for sure. Like, more, more approachable, I guess, is probably the, the, mm. the way to put that. Um, but, but that being said, like, a lot of those newer ones just don't really interest me all that much. Uh, but, but this game drew me in. I think part of it was just the fact that, like, I had heard so many good things about it. But I think another part was just, like, the combat diversity. Like, it, it felt like there was so many different ways that I could play this game, which really took me by surprise. Uh, uh-huh. i i figured that would kind of be the case because i did play some bloodstained and i and i enjoyed it but uh just seeing it in a game that old i thought was super impressive and and really cool and, and i think that's kind of what like pushed me to keep playing and like why i want to keep playing but i think like I I think the 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 character design, the creature design, the uh, the music, like all that stuff, is so iconic. Even though that, even though I hadn't played these games, a lot of it was so familiar, and seeing mm-hmm. all that in action was was really cool. Um, so, so yeah, I I think it holds up. I think like even though there are games that do the Metroidvania better, I can see why this game's so important, and I'm I think it's worth going back to if like that's your if you really like these kind of games. Yeah, I'll agree to that.
0: I want to dispel uh, a rumor that is happening right now in chat, Epic Open World says, it created a genre that Jeremy Parrish would uh, name years later. That's actually not true. Uh, Jeremy Parrish Ooh. has been on record on many episodes of not saying that mm-hmm. he didn't create the uh, the term Metroidvania. It came from somewhere else, but. Um...
2: <laughs>
0: I created it, it was me. Pam did it first. Pam did uh, it first at the ripe old know. age of what? 10? 11?
1: <laughs> yeah, because my first word was Metroidvania.
0: Metroidvania. <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: but almost was like, bad. oh, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> Te- technically,
2: didn't... Like, like, when did Super Metroid... Like, why why is it Metroidvania? Like, it seemed like Metroid had kind of figured that out
1: a couple years so, before. And
3: not casteloid
1: So yeah. here's, here's well, the deal. The RPG element is... Yeah,
0: so okay. Metroid... The Metroid element is that your progress through the map is gated by the items or abilities that you have. That's mm-hmm. the Metroid part. The Vania part is obviously the setting, but also the fact that it incorporates RPG elements. Like you are, this was the first game to like combine those two genres.
2: Mm-hmm. So so then
0: I guess... Sorry,
3: Justin said <laughs> it came from the Metroidvania region of France.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Sorry, That's good. a solid goof. So within a game like... I'm trying to think of some other, like, of the famous... What was the one that Thomas Hap created? What's that one called again? I'm blinking
1: on it. Axiom Verge? Axiom
2: Verge. Would that not be considered a Metroidvania then, since I don't think you... Yeah, it is a character? Metroidvania. Yeah.
1: I, but, I think it is. Like, I think it, it used to be quite strict. Mm-hmm. But then the prevalence of them um, kind of, like, loosen the the entry uh-huh. requirements into the genre. Now it's like... Those those games just are called Metroidvania. Yeah. Um. And like, if you were being pedantic, it Axiom Verge is a Metroid, not yeah, a Metroidvania. Yeah. Well, there was um, that whole
0: conversation around Metroid Dread. Was like, is it a Metroidvania or is it just a Metroid game? You know?
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's- like, the, if you're being pedantic about it, it needs to have an RPG thing to be a true Metroidvania. But generally, most people are like, Oh, Ori and a Blind Forest. Yep, yeah. That's a Metroidvania. Yeah. Um. You know. Yeah.
0: I would agree with that one though because you're like buying and upgrading abilities and you know things like that so yeah yeah um, um we're winding down here but i guess the the you know the final question of any of these is does it go on the list does it go in the vault? the recommendation and i feel like this is getting a solid three out of four votes here i know lucy's not not too
3: i too much, respect but- it for like I mentioned earlier, for the impact it had, I, I can recognize and respect what it did for games, but it's just not my bag, I'm afraid. But I, I will put my vote in to put it on the in the the vault. Very,
1: very gracious of you. Congratulations to Konami for winning the first award for Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Twenty plus years after it was originally released, someone let Igarashi know. Uh i'll i'll shoot him a text yeah. we're, we're pretty good i so, i once stood next to that man and he 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 definitely carries that whip and hat everywhere like he's yeah. not that's not a shtick that's a wait real... isn't
3: wasn't there a story about you playing bloodstained in front of yeah you? i broke it
1: immediately
2: <laughs> yeah. oh, uh, okay because so a couple weeks and then ago... jake
1: i didn't you do that as well
2: yeah so i tweeted a couple someone was like what's an embarrassing story at a at a press yeah. conference mm. so i didn't want to say who it was but i guess i'll just say who it is now <laughs> so it was for Bloodstained, and i was setting up capture kit and to be fair this is the second time i had previewed bloodstain the first time i previewed Bloodstained was at the last e3 and i tripped over a wire and like Kind of knocked over a PC, just a little bit. Cool. It like yeah, was in a timer. cubby. It like the lean tilted power over. Of PC. We put it back up, totally fine. Igarashi saw, looked at me, and was like, "I don't know who this guy is, but I don't know if I want him playing." Get him game. Out. Uh, nice. So I, that was super embarrassing for me. Following year, I also do Bloodstain, and I was like, "Please don't put me on this appointment. I do not want to. I mean, I want to play this game, but I do not want to go." Uh, So I'm there. Where
1: was it? Was it in the like Xbox showcase area?
2: No, it was in like a private room. It was because remember 505 always had the 505 room.
1: Right, right,
2: right. So I I was setting up a capture kit because this time they're actually going to let us capture. So like, okay, cool. We're going to get this all set up Uh, after Igarashi gave his presentation or whatever. And I go under the desk and I'm uh, trying to get it set up. And my elbow bumps a power switch that had every single PC in my row connected to it all just powered down some people are like mid previewing uh oh and like i look up and like the person the pr person was just like uh what did you do and i was like what do you mean what did i do and i looked over saw that i had turned off all the pcs every pc it's pretty embarrassing uh so i turned it all back on didn't say a word captured the footage and was like bye and then
3: you'll <laughs> never see me again
1: and then i my, left my games one. media my one, my one was in, a, like, a showcase event that they held when Microsoft had their own little, like, separate thing at E3. And, like, I started playing it, and, like, I did some sort of weird motion in the game, like, went through a a door too many times or something, and it, like, crashed the game. And I did the frozen, like, that. And, like, I did that, like, and it broke. And then I kind of, like, the... Whoever was uh, attending reset it, and then I did it again. And this time, I turned around to like tell the person, and, and it broke again. And it was Ikarashi standing there, and he oh. looked at me. And he just like, he his, just said the word. Yabai. Do you like to
3: join us? No, he With his he cowboy went, hat Yabai, which is basically win.
1: means that, yeah. He was just like yeah, which means danger, <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> And I was like, well, enough for me, for you, mate. Your game is no, busted.
2: Um, I do have a Go question ahead. for you guys, though. What, what... Yeah. So there's rumors that Konami is working on, working on bringing back some, like, famous mm-hmm. franchises. If that is a Castlevania game, like, what would you guys want to see from that? Like, what would you expect? Would you want another 3D game? Like, I know Matt Paget's always been like, from software, make a Castlevania game, which...
1: Yeah, Matt Paget loves to say the same things that I say all the time. T- two years later, oh, they steal that from you. Did you and tweet it? Because did you tweet it cause,
2: you know that's not yours. If you tweet it, mm. I yeah, true.
1: That's that's true.
2: That's fair. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd
0: like Tam already mentioned it, but Kanehurst Castle going there for the first time was like, oh fuck, this is a Castlevania game. Like this is just straight up Castlevania, and I I like that, but I don't necessarily. I don't know if From Software was to make a Castlevania game, I would be there. You know, day one, I'd be so hyped. But, like, I also, I love 2D Castlevania games. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed Bloodstained. It didn't do anything to break the mold, you know? Like, it had kind of a Kirby situation where you, like, get different powers from different enemies, and that was cool. But, like, I don't necessarily need anything like, like a crazy departure. I would just love a really solid Castlevania game, you know?
1: Yeah, same. I think, like, a a 2D... Super high, like quality, really detailed sprite-based game um, would be like really, really cool. Um, uh, I would love to see that. But at the same time, I'm not completely against the idea of a 3D one. The 3D ones have been very, very miss. Um, like Lords of Shadow, one was probably the best it got, but it wasn't technically. I mean, it was a Castlevania game, but it felt very different from a traditional Castlevania game um it felt more like just a straight up like a god of War style action game with castlevania vibes and and like hooks into it but still like i think they did a lot of really cool things with gabriel belmont in that and mm. and like and like figuring that element like reinterpreting the castlevania lore um but i if i had to pick one thing it would be yeah a 2d based um uh castlevania game but if you're doing 3d you gotta to go with someone like FromSoft.
3: Absolutely. i totally forgot that patrick stewart was in lords of shadow oh, yeah mm-hmm.
1: Big time. and so yep. it was
3: robert carlisle yeah
1: he up. was gabriel wasn't he yeah.
3: yeah
0: um let's uh let's wind down here we we always close wait out. wait
1: wait. before we go i was gonna say that the i would love to see them make a game based on the style and kind of uh production of the netflix series yeah mm-hmm. yeah that would be cool
2: for a second yeah, there i, I thought can... you were gonna stop it. i'd love to see them make a game and then <laughs>
1: I mean, yeah. like, also, I'd love to see them make a game.
0: <laughs> I, I, I will say, as a PSA to anybody in the chat that hasn't watched the Castlevania Netflix series, it's stellar. Like, it's so, so good. It's, it's so lies. brutal, too.
2: It is so yeah. brutal. And
0: like, especially if you're a Castlevania fan, there's so many Castlevania. That fight
1: sequence where Alucard pops off, you're just yeah. like, Oh baby, he yeah. does all of his moves. That's one thing that we didn't talk about in in the thing. Like, there's a lot of like familiar stuff, and you can change into a bat, you can change oh, into a yeah. mist, you mm. can change into a wolf, you can change into like do these all these cool things. And that scene is like so good.
2: Yeah. Uh, uh, F Tong asks if I'll continue playing. Yeah, I'm still gonna keep playing. Um, I think probably once I'm done getting this sorted, I will probably. The question continue.
1: is, will you play any other Castlevanias after this? Uh, because I mean... the the GBA ones introduced this really cool system where when you kill an enemy, there's a slight chance they'll drop their soul. And then when you collect that soul, it comes straight into you. You basically gain that enemy's power so that you can become like a Solma Cruz with a scorpion tail. Or like, uh, it's like really cool. Those uh, the, What's it? Area of Sorrow, Circle of the Moon, Portrait of Ruin? Um, I think that's all of them. So there's I got the
2: one. collection on yeah switch that that I do plan on playing yeah. those I heard I should only play one of them though um so
0: uh, it's funny because Aria of Sorrow is like for sure the best one on that collection mm-hmm. um it man I don't know it it's so good it might be a better Castlevania game than Symphony of the Night with the exception of the fact that I just I love Symphony of the Night like yeah. um but it might be you know a for all intents and purposes, a better game. Um but the other two games are interesting. You know, Circle of the Moon is is kind of a dumbed down version, and then what's the one in the middle?
1: Um Portrait of Ruin.
0: Uh, is it Portrait of Ruin? I don't remember. Are um,
1: Sorrow, Circle of the Moon, Portrait of Ruin. I think so. Anyway,
0: that one's that one's not good. The middle one is many part- of Dissonance. Dissonance. That one it is. Yeah. It, that that one's not very good. That one's like it's all really vertical and weird. I I never really cared for that one, but yeah.
2: So yeah, I, I think I will probably play um, after I finish Symphony of the Night. I will probably at least play uh Aria of oh, right. and then yeah. maybe mm-hmm. check out the other ones to see if I vibe with them. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I mean, th- to be honest, I just don't think there are enough like badass vampire games as well. You know, like yeah, Vampire sure. Survivor. Vampire
1: Survivor. Yeah. yeah good good game. Game. Um, uh, there's a Castlevania on iOS, which is really weird. That it's I've been be really uh, good though. It's yeah, so I, good. I played it, and I was like. This is surprisingly okay. Like Grimoire yeah. of Souls, I believe it's called.
0: Yeah. It's supposed to be um,
1: yeah, it's, it's 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 been fun. Like I've been enjoying it. Like it, it handles really well and it's like it, it encompasses a bunch of cool elements of various Castlevania games. Yeah. Um yeah, worth checking out if you want more Castlevania.
0: Nice. Uh, let's get into our uh, weekly recommendations. I want to start with uh, Lucy since uh, you've had Less screen time, I'll say. During oh, this that's
3: uh, that's fine. I was actually gonna recommend the same thing as you, so I'm perfect. gonna. Um... Why don't you do that
0: one and I'll do a different one?
3: No, I'll do I'll do Vampire Survivors actually. Okay. Um, unless anyone else is gonna. But um, Tam got me onto this one. Uh, it's three bucks on Steam, and if you are looking for like the perfect game to just sort of wind down to and not have to put too much thought into, it is perfect for that kind of scratches the same itch. As loop hero for me, all you have to do is hit Wazd to move around, and your character automatically fires off like I don't know. There's a floating St. John's Bible that like hits enemies. There's a whip. There's little short so, swords.
1: The fun thing about this game is it's actually made on a Castlevania asset pack.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so, so
1: yeah.
3: Thematically, hit the Wazd button. I meant hit the Wazd buttons. Um, and basically, you can yeah, also use you- a
1: controller yeah
3: oh can you yeah
1: yeah oh, shit, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that. i've been playing on steam deck while taking a shit
2: it's a good shit game
3: great I mean, game to have a,
2: a well, great game
1: a
3: yeah um but no and and basically oh. you you just get to just it, it kind of also scratches the same itch as if you've ever played Bloons tower defense mm-hmm. where you just like just wiping out reams of enemies and then leveling up and getting different abilities and Mm -hmm. i think the goal is yeah you have to last 30 minutes but then you keep getting swarmed and you can build up your character in a way like garlic is ridiculously overpowered but a lot of fun three dollars on steam is amazing that's so fun
0: uh jake i'm gonna throw to you for your recommendation but i'm also gonna duck out for 30 seconds i'll be right back i always do this i always drink a bunch of water and then i gotta pee during the recommendation section i'm sorry go (laughs) ahead
2: jake all right uh I actually have mostly just been playing Elden Ring. Uh, apart from that, last night I did play some Hunt Showdown with some friends, which I've dabbled in mm. uh, here and there. Uh, but it's a pretty interesting game. It's a lot of fun. Uh, basically, if you, if you haven't tried it, it's three players that that enter this big map and they have to hunt down these, these creepy monsters uh, mm. and escape with their bounty. The catch is that there's other players there too. Uh, it, it's, it, it, I guess it's kind of like Escape from Tarkov, I think. Uh, mm. But it's, I think, dumbed down quite a bit, which is good because mm. I'm an idiot and Escape from Tarkov is too much for me. Uh, but it, it's a lot of fun. Um, I definitely recommend it. I feel like it's been out for a while, but they're really starting to hit their stride with the, in terms of updates and, uh, and different creatures you hunt down. Um, so yeah, yeah, definitely recommend checking that out uh, if you've got a couple friends who'd be interested in something like that because it's a blast.
3: Yeah. Nice. i heard about it I, I never even realized what a hunt showdown was um but yeah f-tong says mini battle royale PvPve.
2: yeah pretty much oh. uh yeah. it, i i it, it, it the games are pretty short too uh they can mm. be pretty short i think technically you have an hour to hunt them down but usually they don't take that long because you'll die or you'll escape quicker um
1: <laughs> hillbilly monster hunter says i love, it. I love yeah. it yeah
2: yeah I'd, I'd say i'd say that's a good description <laughs>
1: I've always been really interested in this game. It
0: always seemed like a really cool concept. I've never played it, though.
2: I'd give it a shot. My only caveat here, and actually this doesn't... I don't have any knowledge of this, so maybe I shouldn't say it, but... Knowledge. I can't imagine that this game runs well on console. I haven't tried, so maybe it does run well, and I'm completely wrong, but... It doesn't seem like a game that would, if that makes sense. You know, have you ever just okay. played like a game on PC and you're like, ooh, I don't know if I'd want to be playing this on console, but it is on console. Yeah. People have played it. Maybe I'm completely wrong, but it it really feels like a a PC game.
1: phasmophobia is one of those games. Where I was like, mm. this has never come to console, has it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, last night I figured out that Hunt Should i was on console, and I was like, damn, that is surprising, because, th- yeah.
1: If anybody's
0: played it in the chat and played it on console, let us know if it if it's Yeah, worth prove me doing. wrong, please. Yeah. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Um Tam, what's your recommendation for this week?
1: Uh I've mostly been watching X Files. I'm big into X Files right now. It <laughs> is very good. Um Where you holds to? up I am approaching the end of season two. Um okay yeah, season two is really interesting. Season two, like I enjoyed season one, and then, like everyone that I speak to who like likes x-files, mainly I've been speaking to Chris Pereira and um from the GameSpot team and Kurt Indovino from the GameSpot team. But previous to this, Joe Scribbles from IGN um, was a big proponent of me watching it as well. They were like, yeah, season one's not the best season. And uh, like season two is where it starts becoming what X-Files is known for. And I had a great time watching season one. Like it was there's some stinker episodes in there, but like season two, is like really it's like digging into the mythos a bit more and setting up like villains and secret societies and that kind of business but also it's kind of weird because like there's some production stuff that has happens in 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 behind the scenes and like scully is missing for most of season one (laughs) and like you're like oh why did that happen and i read like an article about her talking about um working on uh, potentially coming back for it and what she would be okay with and it turns out that she was, like, treated pretty poorly the entire time, uh, at least to begin with, on that series. Um, so I was like, oh, that explains why why mm. she was... So she was, like, pregnant for the first part of season one, and Fox apparently told Chris Carter to can her. Oh, and Chris God. Carter was like, no, dudes, we're not doing that. No. Um, so that's why she's not... Uh, they created a storyline for her... Um, that explains her pregnancy and it becomes like one of the most pregnant one of the most important parts of that series it seems one of the most pregnant parts one of the most pregnant <laughs> yes. parts it is the most pre- well it's not it i've seen scattered episodes of this uh to my in my lifetime and this is my first run through but i'm pretty sure that is not the most pregnant part of the series i'm pretty sure there's some more pregnant moments that are way more pregnant than this i i, I watched it in real time, I was obsessed with the X-Files
0: as a kid, and then I, I did a rewatch probably... Oh, man, it's probably been 10 years now, but that
1: series is a real wild one. It really goes places. I'm yeah. I'm Yeah, I watched an episode yesterday, which was spectacular. I thought it was, like, excellent. Um, like, the, the Tombs episodes are still my favorites because I, yeah. I think that character is really interesting, but I watched one which was, like, um, about, like, a, a place where, like, me eating is the big villain. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting.
0: Wow, uh, it was amazing. My recommendation, I'm going to keep short and simple. I'm recommending, uh, everything everywhere all at once, which is the new film by Daniels. Uh, that's two, uh, two directors, uh, who previously made, um, uh, what's the Daniel Radcliffe, uh, corpse movie oh, called? Swiss
3: Army Man. Swiss Army oh, no, Man. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so these two dudes have made a film that I feel, Uh, the less you know about it going into it the better Uh, i'll say this like don't watch a trailer don't read Mm. about it i would say just go and see it it is a mind-bending genre-bending brain fuck of a film about the the love of your family like it it's 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 very much
1: a dark souls uh, of cinema
2: exactly (laughs) that's what i like to hear
0: coolest movies I've ever seen. I, I saw it last Sunday with Tam and Lucy. I haven't stopped thinking about it. I can't wait to see it a second time. Um, yeah. It's it's an incredible film and um, yeah, it's it's really, really good and I, I think yeah, don't, don't, because I, I, I actually went back and watched the trailer after I watched the movie and I was kind of surprised at how much of the plot they throw into the trailer even mm. Um, mm. so I would say um, yeah, don't, don't, don't watch a trailer. Just go see it. Mm. It's fucking great. It's it's
1: such a cool movie.
0: It's a s- movie that Marvel would never have the balls to make. I'll put it that way.
1: Yeah. yeah. I love that Michelle you know, is in the, yeah. the oh my God, like leading so role. Bad. She's incredible. Like she's, she's amazing in Yeah,
0: yeah. Um that's gonna be that's gonna do it for uh lads on tour this week, gang. Um we'll be back sometime with Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse now is next on the list, but um tentatively
1: two weeks two from weeks, now, but who knows what I, could happen
2: that's uh uh yeah i actually am going to update the schedule today i already did i just want to wait until after today's episode to post that so there'll be an updated Mm -hmm. schedule it's still the two-week cadence so there'll be another episode in two weeks but as they mentioned you know Life happens and we might have to push it, especially since this is on a we Sunday. Might have to swap
0: or something too, because Apocalypse Now is my, my pick. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, this is definitely an offline conversation, but um, yeah. thank you all for joining Ladmin. us. Um, Ladman. Uh, yeah, uh, Ladman. Very good. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. Um, thank you for uh, following us here on Twitch. You can also follow us over on Twitter, uh, where we're Lads on Tour crew there as well. Um, if you haven't played Symphony of the Night, Get out there and play it, gang. Go play it. Just play it. Play it longer than Lucy did. And um, we'll
2: see you guys in a couple weeks. Take care.
3: Bye. We're going to raid. Bye.
2: I remembered this time.
3: Oh, Oh We're yeah, gonna OK. We're going
2: to raid uh, uh, Miranda. Yeah.
3: Yay, stationary stream.
2: Yeah, we'll uh, see you all over there. If I can figure out how to raid, hold on. I've done it before. Oh, here we go. I've done it before. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, you just type slash raid in the
0: chat really then i come. thought you had yeah. to do it
3: in yeah no Net. slash Net. raid oh God, I'm not i work
0: at twitch i know these things
3: he knows okay.
1: everyone jump in there and say symphony of night is great uh-huh i'm sure she'll love that yeah won't uh, be confused what
2: is their channel just havoc rose
1: yeah, yeah havoc rose
2: it's slash raid space and yeah. yeah that's it okay yeah. let's hope this works yes. Okay. Oh. Okay.
0: There we, there go. we go. All right,
1: 14 gang. 14 viewers
2: right. are ready. Come on. Let's get everyone in here.
1: Let's get everyone in there. Let's get yeah. everyone in there. Show right. some love.
3: You <laughs> did the thing.
2: And
1: we're doing it.